Consistent self-improvement, everybody. You are tuned in to American Gypsy Podcast. I'm your host, Gypsy, and I'm joined with my co-host, Classic. And we have a special guest today by the name of Nebdo. Yep, Nebdo here. Be present. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you do. Okay, so, um, yeah, this all started from L.A. Uh, my parents, uh, Ethiopian. First generation, born and raised in L.A. Um, I represent, oh, my. You can come closer. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, born and raised in L.A. I represent the West Side, West L.A. Um, and I rap, but um, there's more to what I do. Uh, I've written uh, short film screenplays. Um, I definitely want to be a filmmaker besides just doing music, uh, producing and writing and yeah, I just want to do it all. Like, just take over the entertainment industry. I didn't even know that. Uh, to give you guys a little backstory, uh, I came across uh, Nevdo uh, when I saw like um, a video on Instagram for uh, Flo Tranquilo. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, this is dope. And then um, basically started following him since then and um, heard a few of his albums. So here we are. Uh, when did you start doing music? Like, how old were you? Okay, well, man, it just started from high school, just at first joking around freestyling, because, like, mm-hmm. we, it was that whole Dipset era, Cameron, so it was just freestyling over beats that or instrumentals on a mixtape, like on an actual CD, and then actually writing music in 11th grade, 12th grade. Um, I was hanging out with some MCs, and then... Uh, after that, I went to, you know, the whole school route, community college, and then I didn't take it serious. And then after um, I finished school, I went to Cal State Long Beach for film, cinema. After that, um, the homies and I just, like, put up money together and then just started recording from the crib. And, yeah, we did, like, mixtapes together. And then I dropped my first project. Technically, my first one is 321, and that's on SoundCloud. And then that was 2016. So I think from 2016 till present, I've been taking it like serious. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are some of your biggest influences as far as even style of music? Oh, okay, okay. It's like, um, man, the thing is, being from L.A., a lot of people realize, like, I don't have the typical L.A. sound because I'm influenced by East Coast more. Like, I love mm-hmm. the West Coast, like Corrupt, Snoop. You know, um, uh, Tupac, but it was the majority of my influence was from the East Coast. So, like, I was listening to Nas, Busta Rhymes, Cameron, Jadakiss, Fabulous. So, it's like I kind of mix the West Coast with the East Coast. And then also the South, like Outkast, uh, Goody Mob, Ludacris, T.I. Uh, you know, I'm from, like, that era. Okay. Do so, you play any instruments yourself or you just do more of the, I, well, the lyrical stuff? I could, like, I'm not going to count. I, I tried picking up bass, but that didn't work out. <laughs> like, 
And then uh, I don't produce, but like I just write. And then um, I want to get more into producing. Like I know how to do it on Logic Pro and Ableton. It's just my ass has been lazy to like actually sit down and create like the whole song, the beat itself. But uh, I want to get into it. But for now, it's just rapping, just writing. Yeah. So growing up in, in, in L.A., and being Ethiopian. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about as far as your story on on that. Okay. Um, well, uh being first generation, it's um it's like a new experience to me, myself, and like my mom, you know, being raised by my mom and just my family, you know, we had to understand each other, you know what I mean? They don't understand why I'm running around listening to hip hop or just being influenced by, you know, the whole American media. And then they have their cultural ways. So it was kind of a blend. Like I learned, you know, the culture and the traditions of um, Ethiopia, but also, you know, grew up in LA with Mexican friends, Indian friends, Belizean friends. Like I, you know, it's, it's not LA's diverse, not as diverse as maybe New York, but it's still diverse, so I had all those friends, and you know, you just balance it. You just gotta know, you know, when the valet parking comes, you know, <laughs> I represent like, yeah, oh, let me get that salam, salam, let me get that free parking. But, I was gonna ask, do yeah. you speak uh, Amanya or any other language? Not fluently. I could speak enough to like survive if you right. threw me you can out understand. there. Yeah, I can understand better than I could speak because Amanya <laughs> okay. is like. A really difficult language. Speaking is hard. Like oh, I lived dad. in Addis Ababa for ten years, okay. um, so I grew up speaking it. But when I come, when I came to America, it, it became hard to speak. But I can understand very well. I can watch movies and all of that. But speaking is a whole another ball game. Just comfortably to speak it fluently yeah, is. Trust me, it's like you say something slightly like just. A little often it's like a whole nother meaning or another word. It's just, it's confusing. Like, but. Yeah, I tried to learn it a little bit. I'm still kind of looking forward to grabbing it eventually. Yeah, I mean, it takes, there's no Rosetta Stone for like Amarinya or Tugunya. It's just like, you got to just practice it and, you know, just hang out with Havisha folks, Um, you know. But now there's like these like online little classes they're doing, you know. Is there a big community here? Oh, yeah, we're like, I think we're, well, DMV is number one, obviously. Of course. We, you know, we talked about that. Yeah. So DMV is number one. I think LA, I don't know if, LA, I don't want to get the Habesha's upset if Seattle's <laughs> like, no. You know, no, Seattle just, might be like, no, we got, besides DMV, or Atlanta might be like, nah. But LA, we have a big population. It's, you know, we're spread out. It's yeah. There's not one central location. And yeah. We also have little Ethiopia and Fairfax. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they're not just going to have that if the presence is, you know, like not known. You know, they know who we are. So. Yeah. 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 So what are some of your favorite restaurants or that you would recommend for people traveling here? Uh, Ethiopian restaurants. Okay. Being from L.A., number one is Awash. Shout out to Awash. Awash is, and you know how you could tell it's good? Even the old people go there. Usually, yeah. I think from immigrant cultures, like the older people don't want to go to their own country's mm-hmm. restaurants. They're like, nah, I can make this at home. But even like my older aunts, relatives, they go to Awash. So, nice. you know, 
It's that product place. Do they have breakfast? <laughs> I don't even. I don't know. I've never okay. ate, but usually just lunch and dinner. That's where. Yeah. But um, it's fire. Trust me. It's like okay. You got to follow where the the OGs go. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely. What's another? Another yeah, one? Can you give us a few of them? All right, I'll give. Um, yeah, because we've been searching. Searching. Uh, like, I'll watch the number one. It's on Pico and Crescent Heights. It's for everybody, uh-huh. Pico and Crescent Heights. But besides I'll watch, um, Lali Bella's dope. Yeah, um, you heard of that. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. Lali Bella. Um, Musob's dope. Uh, Mercato. Those are like the main ones. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of other ones there's also like well there was one that my family was like working and um it's called nyala but that was like it's not there no more but i wouldn't they have bomb food but uh yeah there's a bunch of other spots there's inglewood is you know popping up with like ethiopian restaurants so yeah we haven't spent we used to drive uber when we first got here we haven't really just spent too much time on the south side Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we're still learning some places. Um, Doolin's used to be um, one of my favorite uh, soul food spots. Oh, okay. Have you been to Serving Spoon in Inglewood? I haven't. No. Check out the Serving Spoon. If, if I uh, should be still there, but. Okay. So, uh, soul so, food spot? Yeah, soul food. Okay. Oh, and then Jamaican Hungry Joe's in Inglewood, if it, if it, I think it's still okay. there. Jamaica. Well, I know we went to a, a spot, in, um, a Jamaican spot. I don't know, was that? Wait, was it we jamming? Was in Compton. Yeah, it may have been in Compton, but it was real good. Okay. Plates might have been like thirty bucks or something. I mean, it, well, all together. What, did we get two? Maybe not sure. It may have been like fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, something like that. Yeah. I mean, but what yeah. do you what do you think? Because you mentioned like Mississippi being from the south. Like, what do you? I don't think we're not going to compare it to the south. But like, what do you think is like? the best soul food you had in LA? Well, I've only had a few spots and that's, yeah. So Doolin's has been one of my favorites and, you know, I've kind of sat on that for a minute. I usually go to the one in Crenshaw Crenshaw, and it's one because they have dressing. They, at least they used to have dressing a lot of times, a lot of things, a couple of things have changed um, recently. Um, But I had a hard time finding some of the other ones, you know, that, yeah. you know, and That's trying them out. We may have tried a few of them, but Doolin's was one of the ones that kind of. All right. And they have a relationship with uh, a restaurant called Lumpkins in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, they. Temporarily. Oh, they. For so a little time. I think okay. I remember the owner um, telling me that. So it, that, it made more sense why I even connected with me f- taste-wise and food-wise because yeah, yeah. it reminded me of a, a decent Thanksgiving meal back home. Okay. So everybody. Just listening, who missed that southern food? Go to Doolin's. Definitely check out Doolin's. Yeah. Yeah. Like I the said, they're going, they're, they're going through a couple of things at the moment, but but definitely check out Doolin's. <laughs> With the pandemic, all restaurants, and that's one of the things we that inspired us to create the podcast is to help promote some of the businesses, you know, during the pandemic and stuff, oh, yeah. or since after the pandemic, or since a lot of people been shut down. Because of the pandemic, yep. it was one of the things that inspired us to help businesses. So Doolin's is one of the businesses we would definitely like to promote and ask people to support and help them get through this um, pandemic along with other restaurants. Oh, also My Two Cents. Have you guys heard of My Two Cents? No. no. Oh, you guys got to check. It's like 
Pico and man, what was it? Pico and Carson, or after after Pico and Fairfax, it's it's called My Two Cents. It's like soul food, but with like like a healthy twist. Okay. Stuff, so they they got some good food. I tried their shrimp and grits. It was fire. Okay. That looked good. Yeah. So, goal-wise, with the music career. Yeah. How do you look at, how do you see yourself from, you know, now and maybe just your, your, the outcome? How you, like, even for me, I guess, for example, with me asking, I started off as more as a producer. And I started more record label mindset-wise. So, okay. Even now, I'm more entrepreneur mindset. So, my my relationship with, you know, some people have a different. It's a artist passion versus yeah a business passion for some people. True, true. You know that's why I'm just interested in seeing where oh. did you see it as far as from your in your veteran years as a artist. Um, what did you picture? I'm not like to be honest. I'm. I learned, like, you know, learning yourself on the journey. Like, I'm not a super, like, business. Like, I wish I had that mindset. I, I could do it, but it's just, like, I'm more creative. I'm, like, from the more creative side. Like, uh, definitely, um, it's not only rap. Like, you know, just studying film and cinema. It's, like, film and music is, it's, like, two right. girlfriends that I can't can't choose one. I can't give up music, and I can't give up film. And it's, like, the perfect combination, you know? True. Like, I, I don't know about, like, I'm pretty sure, like, if you, love, if you love music, whenever, like, I hear music, I see an image in my head. You know what I mean? And then vice versa. If you're watching a good movie, you're always thinking of a good song that goes with that scene. So it's, like, uh, with the music game, um, I definitely look up to Jamie Foxx, Ice Cube, RZA, um, you know, Jay-Z, I kind of want to be, you know, walking towards, um, like, what they're doing. I want to produce. Yeah, I want to just do it all. I want to crack jokes on TV, um, play the fucking best friend in a romantic comedy to, you know, performing at the Madison Square Garden to shooting a movie with Tarantino. Fuck it. Like, I want to do it all. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I just can't choose one over the other it's like my what two ins- loves what inspired you the most because even from driving uber and you're born and raised yeah. la a lot of people that's born and raised la don't have that ambition to do that what inspired uh, you yeah well i think the ambition is just like some good ass weed like people born and raised in LA, <laughs> it's kind of like you know what i mean it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like no no it's like they there's hustlers out there and go-getters but it's like Coming from L.A., it's kind of like, you know, the movie Friday where it's like there are people just blazing and then chilling. It's like we have good weather. I'm not trying to, like, brag, but, like, they have we have yeah. good weather all year round. So it keeps you, like, just mellow all year round versus, like, you know, I lived in Brooklyn, for like, New York for almost two years. And, like, they're hustling through the winter to have fun through the summer. You know what I mean? They're, like. During yeah. snow, during the winter, they're just grinding, and they're on the hustle. But we're just more chill people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So, That's but a neat perspective. Yeah, but definitely, there's some. Um, you know, I tell people there's, there's like, you'll find the hustlers. It's just LA's a big ass place, so 
So, you know, it's kind of spread out. So it's like pretty much you'll find them, though. Yeah. Yeah. You said you've written some movies. Can you tell us more about that? Well, like I want to write a full length, but I've written some short, like, yeah, some shorts. Uh, Right now, my issue is like I'm jumping around between two to three screenplays. They're like shorts, but I'm jumping like I'll finish lines here. And I don't, I, I, you, you know, you producing, I know you probably work on one project, like a beat or a song, and then you're like, nah. Oh, yeah, I've touched the around in the, in the film writing area film. as well when I was back in Atlanta. Man. Yeah. I, yeah. But no, but. I touched, I, just touched around in it, and even just the writing a little bit of the script, and it was yeah. like, yo, this is, be, this is a whole other project. Yeah, but no, it's also like the idea of when you're working on your music, like you making beats or composing something, it's like I can't fully do one. Like I jump around. I work like project to project. You need, yeah. you need a bu- you need to multitask. Yeah, I'm kind of like, like that. Kind of like that too. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you you know doing photography, you're gonna work on your edits of the photos, and then you're like, no, I gotta work on this song right here. You know, I'm kind of that. with yeah. like certain the 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 three ideas I have for the screenplays. They're like I need to focus on one, but I'm like ADHD, but. <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna happen. We basically kind of just made ours work all together as one. So that's when the recording studio is what makes the um, podcast studio, even just from the film and photography name. stuff to the t-shirts, to that's where it's it's all one. You know, to create a so, factory, right? Yeah. Even in us this is basically the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, because it's like a bunch of parts to one movie. So yeah, you guys are doing it like self-made. So that's right. dope. So to have friends that you you know started doing music with. Yeah. And what's your what's your team? What is what is the importance of a team or how would you say the team versus the dream team? Team is just like I'm kind of it, it, I'm in a good position where it's like a lot of friends I know are all creative. I'm yeah. like, it's lucky to just know different MCs. I know photographers. I know people shooting a short film. Like one of my friends, he's shooting a, a short that I'm actually acting in. So just, it, it's dope being in that circle. So I know, you know, like a lot of people don't know about West LA and it's like, nah, there's something brewing there. There's like oh, yeah. a bunch of DJs. I know homies that do EDM music. I know dudes that are like poets, uh, actors, um, yeah, like photographers. So, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and that's something yeah. that a lot of people don't don't realize, especially like, like with me growing up in Mississippi. You don't necessarily have that. Um, you know, growing up in a place like L.A., a lot of people are inspired just growing up from your childhood to yeah. be those types of team players within you know, a certain industry. You get it on a smaller scale in in uh, Mississippi, but it's not quite, you know, beneficial mm. as uh-huh. in a place like L.A. to where you can have a lot of friends in all of those areas. You know, your skateboard friend got a yeah. camera friend. You That's know, a fact. camera friend got a music friend. and Yeah. So it's easier to make successful teams in places like this to where yeah. you grow up from childhood and if you know you guys get on it's a team thing get on yeah. and Atlanta's kind of like that as well oh I Atlanta they yeah. they mm-hmm. I think they have each other's back like the yeah, most the most like yeah. 
everyone's more connected there. The thing in LA, it's just like, um, it's, I think it's harder for the LA local, like if you're not tied to like Snoop or, you know, um, like Top Dog or like, you know, Dr. Dre's, the, the aftermaths and stuff, it's, it's kind of hard. You know, you got to grind because it's like the artists that are already balling, they move to LA. So kind of like the local ones kind of get left out. You know what I mean? You got like, I'm not saying like I we do want the the rappers and all that have fun over here, but it's just like it kind of takes the shine from the ones really from LA. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I definitely want to see more uh, people, even though from West LA, Mid City, South Central, I just, I just want to see them like uh, blow up, you know? So do you have a producer that you work with? That do? Um, well, I've like most of my beats is online nowadays. You you can have a beat maker from Milwaukee right. to Poland. But um besides just getting beats online, you know, I have homies like uh Rand Dizzle. Um yeah, he produces, he does his own, like he has his own label with Moonbaton music, EDM and trap. And the homie Mayam, um, he actually produced a song on the latest uh, album or mixtape project, whatever. Um, yeah, he he did that. And then um, besides, yeah, I've, I'll work pretty much with anyone that I know that's willing to just like, here, here's a fire-ass beat. It all sounds dope. Let's do it. What we, does your dream collaboration look like? Oh. Like if you can collaborate with, with anyone. Any. To yeah. be honest, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm play with the wild card because – my, you know, I forgot about one influence and um, one of the first albums I actually got, like young, I think I was like, it was 2001 or something. The first actual like album with parental advisory that I owned. It's, it's not even really rap. It was Gorillaz. Like the actual, I like that, that whole Clint Eastwood song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that kind of like changed the way, like. Is that, what's that? Was that the runaway to? I went runaway. I got to. No no no, 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 no. Gorillas is the cartoon Happy. band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she did. I don't remember. The, it's like a I ain't cartoon. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Glad. yeah. That was the first <laughs> album. Like, my yeah, homie yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 So, he got it for my birthday. And then, like, I'm just, you know, having, like, a Habashat mom and stuff. Like, when they say, like, motherfucker. Because there was a rapper, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, who rapped on it. I had to like lower that part and be like, no, you're just talking about, you know, you have to explain <laughs> to them and shit. But uh, yeah, I kind of, I want to work with the gorillas. They still doing music now. They still That's doing dope. music. So gorilla, oh, Raekwon. I really want to work with Raekwon. Ghostface. Uh, the, pretty much the legends. You're very East Coast uh, yeah. heavy. Okay. No, it's because I felt like they paint pictures in your head. Like, when Nas talked about Queensbridge projects, and I'm from L.A., you know, you growing up Mississippi, and then you grew, you grew up, like, in Addis and... And, like, Minnesota slash... And, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, like, if, you, if we all are from different locations and we listen to Nas, you... He talks about the pissy staircases and, like, the broken elevators and the projects. I'm like, damn, and, like... The I, just, whole. I just recently reflected on uh, on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like from ether to ether. That shit was fire. Warrior. Oh yeah, yeah, that was on Godson, right? Warrior, son. Yeah, but yeah. like they're very 
like plus I'm a, I was a hyper kid, so Busta Rhymes when I saw his video and Method Man with the Judgment Day, you seen his new joint, Busta's new oh, joint. Yeah, he's working. Oh, man, he just fire. came out he with just a, a new extension. video. Yeah, that video in the Is he song doing the so same hard. like the rah rah rah? <laughs> Well, no, it's, just, it's he real. He's, it's of the time now. Oh, it's, it's, of, of the time. it's of right now. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But um, it's it's definitely of now. So he balanced it, right? Like, did he balance oh, like he's just being? Yeah, he being oh. Buster still being himself. He, he could do it. The yeah. beat is him. It let him do what he do. The video is. Oh, yeah. Damn, it's I God. It's real God, videos. like it is. You know? Wait, is it the existential, but like part two? Yeah. Wrapped of God. Yeah, Wrapped of a God, part two. Oh, you know, shit. that was a dope album. The Yo, first time. like Buster, as a kid, I was so enamored by like the Dangerous video. The Dangerous, dangerous like I was so confused because oh, he has yeah, the yeah. white face. Like he's dressed like the white. And I was like, I was, I don't know, eight years old or something. I was just like, what the fuck is this? And then that's just what made me gravitate towards like East Coast rap. Yeah, I love Busta oh, and Footmode Squad and everything. Yeah, I got that as a gift and uh in Oh dude. Wow. High yeah. school. This is an ancient holy gift right there. Hip hop immortals. Yeah. Yeah, like the you see the thing like I do wanna bring back, like I wish that would come back is like everyone's individuality. Like we all know in the nineties you could talk about money blink, but it was like it was balanced. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. We were just talking yeah. about that. Like everything is just one dimensional nowadays yeah. for the most part in hip hop. It's like everything is a similar style. I was actually going to ask yeah. you, what do you think about the flavor of the industry now? The industry right now. Um, one thing that like me and you know homies have discussed is like real rap will never die. Like they, you know, people thought, but then you got cats like. Joey Badass, the whole pro era. You got cats like Dave East, you know what I mean? Nipsey Hustle, like that. It's still have content, lyricism. Um, you got, you know, Joyner Lucas, you know what I mean? You just have cats that are lyrical. Mick, uh, I think Mick Jenkins. I don't know if you guys heard of him. He's from Chicago. No. Y'all should look up uh, Mick Jenkins. He's a fire, uh, talented dude. And then okay. I think slowly it's going to come back. They, they, you can't get rid of lyricism. What's your view on like record deals and stuff like that? Record deals. Nowadays, you don't really need the 360. You know what I mean? Now, like just like how y'all doing is self-made, like from the crib, you know, straight. Right, but if you if somebody Me? tried to sign you, how what, much? I, on right, business? What, what, right. Just, oh, um, okay. Would, I would you sign or would you be like no? Or it, um, I definitely would like. You know, you learn from Kanye when he said. Niggas can't read contracts So like Definitely I'll get If it's serious You get a lawyer involved Go over the contracts Like Make sure you know Everything about it But For right now I don't trust like You know The 360 deals Because I don't want to get What would convince you What would make what you would, What would make you What would the label Actually have to offer you To from, promise oh, okay. you In order to convince you That it's to even Take it into consideration um, well, 100% creative control. I don't want them owning my YouTube. That's a fact. Like, I don't want, you know, you already know about labels trying to own their YouTube. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, yeah, because, like, your YouTube, you make money off that, like, the streams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these studios try to, like, oh, no, we're going to get your YouTube. I'm like, no. Like, that's, 
if they're cool with me owning that and then my merchandising, like I want to own it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to be put on a shelf, meaning, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to name, you know, there's a lot of musicians who've complained about like they can't drop because they got to wait for the other rapper. Like, I don't want that. If they're going to make me do that, I'm going to be like, I, I don't want to sign. Like right. if I got their attention by then, it's a good thing. It means like I could just do it independent. But right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I have to be able to own, own my shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the, the traditional form of an album, okay. when was the last time you feel like, uh, or what's the artist that dropped what you would call an official real album? That's hard. I got to think back. <laughs> no, that's a good question. Dude, right. that's a good question. Um, Well, besides my shit, like, my shit is dope because... I do apologize because no, I haven't listened to your music. Oh, either, you, so it makes it yeah. even sweeter still. To you got to, like, the thing that I'm proud of, like, my mixtape projects is balance. Like, what we were just talking about in the 90s, like, I have... No beat is really going to just sound the same. There's some albums that sound like one song. Like I'm glad my shit is not like that. Right. But uh What's your favorite song on this latest one? Okay, the latest your personal favorite one. Damn, that shit is hard. Uh or I love I them all. They're my children. Name top name? three, I guess. Okay. Um, she be having favorites out of my music, so that's oh, why. Oh, so. <laughs> well, you know, I, sometimes. You, know, you can't. They're like your children. It's sometimes like, yeah. But you, I'm saying this. I do okay. I realize that, like, w- the singles that they create is not necessarily the artist's favorite mm-hmm. um, song on the album. So I was just curious from, you know, I listen to your music as well. So it's, um. Okay, obviously, I'm going to go flow tranquilo. There's a reason I did a part two because that shit meant a lot to me. Because, yeah, like when people first heard the like flow tranquilo on my last mixtape, Stay Quiet, Let the Music Speak, they fucked with that. They were like, bro, this is your zone. Like, you need to get in that zone. So, okay. Once they, the people like heavily fucked with that song, I was like, let me do a sequel. And the beat is the same. The producer just remade a part two of that beat. Right. So I was like, yo, I have to cop that. And it has to be called Flo Tranquilo too. But besides that one, nothing matters. That's a very cynical hit. It's very dark. It's basically, I'm talking about like, fuck it, nothing matters. I'm talking about the rapture. Like, we might as well get turned. You know, this whole COVID 2020 is like, fuck it. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's like a hit, but it has like a real meaning behind it. What else? Um, uh, all of that. Um that's a dope song. That's a more fun song. Kind of like in a Busta Rhymes-esque like vibe. Okay. You know, just kind of reaching out to that energy. And then uh, I like my intro. Only these words. That's That gives you like, that's why it's the intro. It's going to give you like a perspective of who I am and like, you know, what I'm going to do. Basically tear up the whole game. But yeah. What's your creative process look like? Um... When I write music, I can't stand in one place. I'm very, like, I pace. That's part of it. Like, pace or I put, like, a movie on. Sometimes, like, I write based on the feeling of the movie I just watched. I don't know if I watch some, uh, I don't know. Damn, I, tra- I can't think of a training day. I don't know. For example, a training day. If Because I, I watch movies a lot again and again. So I'll just, just rap about L.A. and, like, kind of, you know, 
take the energy from that movie into the, you know, bars. But, yeah, it takes... Also, driving this is dangerous. Don't write while driving on your phone. <laughs> but I, for some reason, when you drive, you get more inspired. Yes. Is that I don't like you were I, talking? I, I've done Uber too, yeah. and then I've done Uber, and like a lot of good bars came for like when I was just outside in the world. Like, yeah, yeah driving and like on a treadmill or something. Like yeah. that's the most creative my brain is. It's like doing a lot of stuff up there. I think it's because like you're already working on one thing. So it kind of gives you that rhythm. Like, like your body is busy yeah. so that you, your mind can, you know, can go, I guess. I don't no, know, actually, weird. that makes sense. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, you, you guys probably got inspired from that, just driving, seeing the city. Um, oh, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, to be honest, also, this is crazy, but, like, while I'm turned out of parties, I've written, I pulled out my phone. And, like, I've been in clubs or bars, and I've written a couple bars because I was just, I saw something, like, a fly girl passing by, and then I just came up with some bars, and I'm like, yo, I got to instantly, I won't write a full song, but I'll write, like, a couple bars and then come back to it. So that's the process. What's so, the song you had the hardest time with? Sorry, one more. No, go ahead. Um, the hardest is probably Never Die. Just that never die and then flow tranquilo too because i certain songs like that you gotta kind of take your time i'm not just gonna rush like i'm gonna write a couple bars and then i'm gonna kind of like experience the world a couple bars experience the world come back and then i gotta really think about it. so you yeah. freestyle and stuff or you no, just no, do write. more right okay. yeah right i could freestyle like when i'm joking around having fun but um i just have bad like memory sometimes like you know what i mean like or yeah yeah so i you just, know I, I trust yeah. me i understand it i don't writing is more accurate and that's just something i've just always respected the most is you know acting i respect freestyling too but you know yeah nothing like the accuracy like yo i mean you mentioned like cello right yeah yeah like dude that is like different bro that's yeah different. i started playing my brother plays as well in mississippi okay, okay. Um, I started playing when I was about five. I grew up playing orchestra, private lessons, oh, and all of that. Nice. And then I, I stopped playing, and then I started back playing. So we, actually, when we first met, I wasn't playing. You weren't so playing like okay. the first seven years so we were together. Right. I wasn't playing, and then I started back playing. and kind of came back with a different sauce. But I've oh, always nice. been producing, and you know, from singing, songwriting, did a little rapping, but just kind of been more on the producer side. Played around with some photography stuff. Okay. And then um, even T-shirts. You know, we mess around with some things. Um, started back playing in D.C. Started messing around. Shout with out some, to D.C. Um, Chocolate some, City. Um, street performing. Went in D.C. And okay. then that was even one of the things that knowing if we came out here. It's okay. sunshine most of the year. So yeah, I'm, I, I got used to playing when it's pretty chilly over there. Hell yeah. So Hell over yeah. here, you know, it's, it's not really going to get that chilly. So. At the least, I can street perform year round. Oh yeah, and, yeah, you know, we'll be straight. Okay, so, okay. And then uh, you know it worked out. You know. And wait, y'all, y'all where'd y'all meet? What city? Atlanta. 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 Okay. Yeah, we basically moved to Atlanta around the same time. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, came to LA. LA has been good. Did um, Uber for a year and a half, and then started street performing around Seventh okay. and Fig. Okay. 
but I've always been producing. I I consider myself retired right now from doing music, even from out there. Well, it's just more from I do it out there, keep my chops up, but it's like I don't really take gigs. Oh, okay. And I don't really, you know, I kind of got out of doing collabs and stuff like that. But it was more to focus on this. A lot of times when I do some music, it's grabbing her attention as well because she uh, basically okay, okay. from website, promotion, everything else. Okay. And, you know, just with COVID, everything else, we just made some change, had to, you know, kind of look into the podcast stuff. So it was more like, all right, if we're going to do it, what's the best way to do it for us and maybe as a business? We came into this, so I basically took my music stuff and put it on the side, and I've been pushing at it for a while, and, you know, just with life and so many things, I kind of decided, even when I put it over there, I kind of slept a little better after a while, and the the kind of music that I do is kind of, is different, period, and it's just, I've I've actually had a hard time getting people to do the music that I want to do, and even just a bunch of different other life situations. But beat-wise, producer-wise, I was inspired from um, Organized Noise, Wyclef, yep. Hell yeah. all of probably Nas's producers. Like DJ I didn't Premier. really listen to a lot of, I mean, I didn't really study, study a lot of producers. Okay. Like even musician-wise, I don't know a lot of artists and musicians that people would think I'm supposed to know, whether it's from classical jazz to hip-hop. I've been in a bubble. Okay. So, yeah, he tries not to listen to other people so you won't get influenced by all yeah, that. Yeah, even when yeah, I started yeah, producing, okay. I was still in my little zone when I in did. Your own. Okay, okay. So as a um, what, yeah, freshman, sophomore in college, you know, kind of I, I go to orchestra, I can come back and make a track. You know, and it's just from the the music in my head, it was a lot different from what was out there. But it's it's not quite it's mainstream, but it's not quite mainstream. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And I didn't really go to trap, but it was just you know kind of even just now what I street perform is stuff that vibrates with me. Okay. So you know, I even had some people today who kind of reminded me even. But they, you know, ask if you take requests or, you know, one guy was even like, you, Yo. you should do some key sweat. And I was like, <laughs> Yo. no, nah. he Yo, was like, why not? Because I, you know, and it wasn't like, like I said, of course, respect him as a legend, but it was like, because I wouldn't really like it like that. Okay. You know? It's like, so, you have like, is it like, I, I have so much like respect? Yeah, like, but I still oh. have to really love it like that okay. to play. I only play a handful of songs, uh, Okay, you know, and... But I mean, yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, Key Sweat, like I said, respect, much respect, but it's oh, not really like a That's song twisted. that I'm finna go and listen to over and over again. And if if it's not a song I, I've already that put, you, I've that learned, you love, yeah, 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 you're not gonna, and that's yeah. something that I couldn't get into the the habit of doing songs or doing a certain music that what I what people thought or felt like everybody else wanted to hear, and that's how everything kind of, in my view or opinion kind of went so far into the trap area to where, you know, it's like I'm, I'm, I'll sit it out for a second and, and wait. But when I stopped trying to, I guess if I, when I stopped considering myself doing music for business, 
things got a lot more freer. And I'm oh, okay, always, okay, okay. I haven't made a beat in maybe like since the beginning of this year. You know, and I've had, Man. that's how things go, you know, creative wise. But it's definitely there. I still street perform, cello chops are there. The yeah. last song I recorded was called Girl Hurry Up. It was more like a wedding feel. A wedding? Okay, that's what's and, up. But it was, there was no beat and it was more vocals and stuff like that. Vocals and Like acapella? And cello. Vocals and cello, yeah. And, yeah. Cello. Okay, okay. Yeah. and it's just a different feel. But. Have you tried listening to like international music? I mean, I've, like just some I've listened random to stuff. Like, my music is international. <laughs> Yo, that's dope. <laughs> that's so yeah. Bruh, that's, like, that's because, like I say, even from from you mean almost like something close to classical. Okay. Something with no strings, just vocals. Vocals, okay. You know, then to something with uh, straight nah sounding, something that can sound L.A., something that can sound uh, south southern. It's like you know, a mishmash. It's like a, un, as a produ- uh, unlimited as producer. As a producer, he jumps around like every genre, and then it's hard to like that's, that's categorize things when you're trying to upload the them to Spotify or something. You're, I'm there not, is no. You're like, uh, world. He's like, all of them. <laughs> I basically world. have to do world. Oh, oh, I'm okay. like, I don't know what yeah. this genre I is, but let's just put it there. Like the, <laughs> the best producers are like who I really like. Everyone you knows like Timbaland. Pharrell, they're international. Like his samples, yeah. just what he's doing is just. When people heard the uh, what was it Big Pimpin', it was like the the whole. It sounded different because the sample was like Moroccan or whatever, which they got yeah. I don't know in trouble. But <laughs> but like still, it was just. I don't even sample. You don't sample. No. Not at all. Are you are you like against sampling or is it just like I you know I'm too original. It's too much. But you naturally you play music. So it, from your point of view, I hear music like you hear, but you you play like you like yeah, meaning you were naturally. You also yeah. can be able to some. Yeah. A lot of people can play music, but they can't hear music. Like a mm. lot of lot of the wait, they, what say, what does that mean? Like they could play music, but they can't hear like your orchestra. Like most of the uh-huh. symphony, okay, they're raised to play the music that's on the page, like on this. Sh- oh, okay, yeah. versus just the you turn on this song and say, hey, all right. Improvise to this. What do you hear? Does that does that come from jazz? You mentioned jazz. Like, does that that comes from soul? From soul. Okay. <laughs> jazz, jazz is like is jazz. Like, yeah. that, like the you cousin, but jazz, it's not so. just jazz, though. You know, that's, yeah. that's really just come from soul and like yeah, yeah, from from a little bit of of soul because you gotta you know be allowed to. And it's funny that today I actually. A, a young lady, a, a young Asian lady, when I was street performing, you know, she was gave me the props on playing and was saying she's a student, sophomore. And I asked her even, hopefully she reached out. I asked, about, asked her about have, uh, coming on to discuss with her because she was saying that she's been playing she's a, since she's about seven. Okay. And, okay. you know, she's just not feeling it. Basically, uh, basically, in a nutshell, you know, she was even saying like she was just practicing and playing the song. And yeah. Is it because like, like the pressure? You know how the parents be like, play this. And it's then, the type of no, music, classical music. music. They don't resonate with it. Classical, it's from yeah, like a hundred. Yeah, they're like years. it's not. Them, yeah. It's not yours. It's not necessarily like your I said, music, It's yeah. your your soul music necessarily. Yeah. It's you're playing the same song. It's almost like again and again. You rap you. Trying to rap one of Nas's songs, 
after 17 other people or maybe 100 other people have performed not a cover song. And basically yeah, that's what, what orchestra music is kind of like that the ultimate cover, <laughs> song. cover song. Yeah, no, I know the world of cover it. songs, yeah. <laughs> to a certain degree. Yeah. So you have to be able to perform it better than the other million People, child, yeah. child prodigies, prodigies. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on this, you know. But when it comes to hey, we're gonna get to a certain part of this song and y'all go for a freestyle. Then can't nobody ain't nobody stepping to the plate. Like, yo, we're gonna have a part where we're just gonna play some chords and then you just you take a solo. Everybody do your everybody own thing, in the yeah. section take a solo one at a time. Yeah. Like jazz style. Classical, if you did that in the classical world. They don't accept it, yeah. You're out. You can't. You, there's, you're not going to get anything. They yeah. can't. It's not there. And people don't, you know, they don't look at it like that. But uh, that's the world of jazz. Yeah. If the world of jazz, yo, we're going to run the song one time. And hey, after that, everybody take a solo. Even the drummer, like, shit, I'm ready. I'm, yo, <laughs> but, but, but like the dope thing, like what you were talking about, jazz and soul, like the evolution of hip hop is like that fun part where I think when I told you how I rapped is because I was having fun freestyling when they'd be like in a cypher and they're like, yeah. go net, like do your shit. Of course, yeah, that's then, how it started. Then that's I jump out. Yeah, like yeah. just what you said, like my solo part when I came through, it was like competition. Like I got to say something crazy, you know, and then they're like, oh shit, he said that. And then, After you find yeah. out that you can do it, then yeah. it's like, okay. Then you go yeah. for it, yeah. Yeah. But that's what it takes. But that's kind of what she was explaining. She was saying that she liked how I can do, you know, improv. And, okay. And we yeah, both agreed that they don't really teach it in, that in the world that she's in right now. Okay. But that's one of the things that can really, you know, maybe recharge her battery for Definitely. what she's doing right now. Definitely. And that's kind of more of why, what I was trying to throw at her real fast before letting her sink more into thinking of, of, you know, whatever it was that she didn't want to do. But maybe naturally she got inspired to kind of do some more freestyle stuff on her own. But it's I was trying to let her, let her know that, you know, without having to take the seven-year break that I took, you can just yeah. dive into it if you want to. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't finish school in the orchestra, so... I know how hard that could be depending on, you know, how much pressure you probably got on you, especially in the classical world and where we're at right now. It's like, I can't imagine trying to actually study some classical music right now or even just yeah. play along with. Kind of like. I've been uh, thinking yeah. about trying to do Christmas, but it, it'll probably have to be close to like the NDRE Christmas album style of okay. covering some Christmas stuff, but other than that, yeah, music is music would never be a problem for me. It's just really getting having a foundation to where I can create without you know pressure. Without the pressure, okay. Yeah. Nowadays, like if you're not signing a record deal, you kind of have to have some capital to throw into your oh, promotion, yeah. social hell media, yeah. marketing, all of all that, that stuff, and it's like okay. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like you 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 know everyone got to do their their like job to fund the music, and that's like the hardest part. Like you know, not being backed by like a main you know a yeah, big a label. Of million. Yeah, yeah. you're not that's backed. That's the toughest thing. Everything 
you do is coming out of your pocket, like planning that you got to budget that. But you're, it, you're competing with a couple of billion. That's right. a big fact. Yeah, yeah. you're competing. Yeah, that's that's true. So it's like, but it's kind of like I feel like the people that are willing to go and just spend that bread, they're gonna get somewhere. I feel like if they're willing, because there's other people that don't want to do that. They don't want to like invest in their uh, career. And like take it like a, like a you know it's not serious like some fun thing to do, and it's yeah. like nah because there's another kid out there in another city who's spending like you know that's thousand dollars on equipment or, or video shoot or something and you know <laughs> yeah like yeah you guys spend a lot <laughs> so it's like I know it's gonna go somewhere like I know it's like that feeling like and that's yeah. what we even try to encourage for artists to get a mm-hmm. record a in-house recording studio hell yeah as soon as possible you know get your computer with a um, MIDI interface and a mm-hmm. microphone to start off with because it's been artists in the industry and like I said I repeat from the last episode or probably a couple other episodes to where when this pandemic hit, they didn't have an in-house recording studio. Until, yeah. And they didn't know what to do. It was just like, yeah, you think they couldn't release their music shit. They couldn't even record. They're like, where's where's the <laughs> button? Where's the space button? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. starting off with that in-house recording studio is a, is always a big thing. And then, yeah, you have a certain level of freedom right there, and that's going to save yeah. you money because oh, studio time will humble dude. you. Dude, literally, that's the reason why I stopped. Because back then, you know, you, you throw in money for, like, recording. And then I realized, oh, I messed up. Like, when you hear the song again, and I didn't want to spend more money to go back. Like, but when you have it in-house, like, yeah. you have the freedom. Like, oh, I messed up. I'm not tripping. Tomorrow, I'll redo that. Or, you know, oh, this doesn't sound good. Like, uh, it's, there's some songs that I fully recorded in the studio that I didn't even release. Because, you know... So yeah, later on, like I that. just don't like it. At least if I do it in house, it's okay. Like, yeah. and you still got yeah. the mixing and mastering cost. Of course, and that's yeah. just you know yeah. it's cost after cost. And now, like even Kanye mentioned that yeah. you know it's going to cost you to to do music now. It's, yep, it's yep. really that's where you at right now, depending on how you are releasing it. So yeah, our goal even is to kind of um just. Add some perks to to doing music, even whether it's within the podcast or just, you know, finding a better way to do it without having to rely on the main machine to do it. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Like with like even filmmaking, do using doing it, you know, doing your own films and kind of scoring. We're, we're, We're into that whole mindset. That's one of the reasons why we invested in that big boy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yep. lens, the lens is new. Lens. Yeah, what kind? Like, what is it? Like, what kind? That's a Canon. What's it? Sixteen to thirty-five millimeter. Sixteen. Okay, yeah. sixteen to thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. L series. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh it's the. Is it one point four? It's not the two know. point. Uh, the F. F the F stop. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The aperture, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not 1. the it's the thousand dollar one, not the twenty twenty or two thousand dollar one or something like that. Twenty two hundred. Twenty. Oh. Okay. But yeah, it's great for you know once we get the gimbal, then we the, f- the whole filmmaking thing is you know we're gonna we're gonna bump that up because we do uh, a lot of videos, vlogging yeah. on um, American Gypsy YouTube. Okay. So oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. do a lot of videos, and you know, yeah, just to have that creativity. 
that we've always had with, you know, basically kind of doing some film stuff. But it's really more get the podcast thing rolling where we are right now in, in things. It's getting the podcast thing going. And then after that, I'll probably dive more back into the music world. Okay. And try to catch up on the creative or at least release some of the creativity that I bundled up. Cause you this year definitely like, <clears throat> like I think I was hearing I was watching some Met the Man interview about like he's acting right now in like that Ghost I mean a uh, Power Book show or I don't know if you guys heard of it like Power mm-hmm. that show oh well, yeah yeah, yeah he's on the second one and he was saying like he likes to focus on one thing at a time and like I see what you were saying like I want to do this. Then I'll go back to music and stuff. Yeah. We have and such then, a hard time with that for no, the longest. Trust, I have the same. That's why I'm like, but the thing is, it's, it's I don't know. It's just like sometimes I want to get away from music. Like take when I take a little mini break, that's when I go to the screenwriting. Like it still keeps your mind creative and energized. So I'll go and write some ideas down. And then when I get kind of like stuck on, you know, writer's block with screenwriting, then yeah. I jump on like, Oh, music. Let me mix some old songs and engineer that shit. But um, it's like we try to, you know, keep it. We get to this point where we have so much on our plates that we're like, all right, we need to focus on one thing so we can, you know, move a little bit faster. Yeah. And then, you know, a few months later, you realize, oh, you didn't pick up. You know, you're back to this again. You got a bunch of things on your plate, so it's a constant struggle trying to like do one thing at a time. Yeah, for us and at like, least. There's a there's a quote I have like, it's like the pain of of an artist is seeking perfection. That's like I always like, I don't know if I said that, but I don't know if someone in the 1800s said that shit or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just yeah. thought about it. It was like that's it's painful. Like not like physical pain, but just yeah. trying to seek perfection. Like like damn, I didn't get this picture but, right. Like, but like, that's the yeah. one medium where there is no perfection technically. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a. Yeah weird yeah but yeah it's a pink because there's some songs that i've done that i'm like dude i don't care about this song i don't i don't like it and then other people are like no man that shit is it depends on the vibration yeah Yeah. i started a song at the beginning of the pandemic and had to just stop it because it was it's like nah that that vibration is not what i want to listen to or not it's good it sounds good where it could go but it's like man it's just it's so kind of it's because what's going Dark, on. almost, yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was kind of talking about the time, and that's not really even the style of music that I do that necessarily, necessarily reflect Okay. what's going on during a, a certain time right off. It's more of an emotion. Just like a feeling you have. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So, like, Girl, Hurry Up is definitely more of a feeling. I could You could turn it on and close your eyes and, then, and let it roll. Okay, and, yeah, okay. and you'll... you'll You'll be in a different place. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. But it, it's like. I think when COVID started. Margaritas. <laughs> well, yo, when COVID started, I remember, like, I didn't want to write about. For some reason, it's like I write what's going on, like not yeah. literally what's going on, but like what the stage of life I'm at. So like when I was in New York and. Before I moved, I was drinking a like I was turning up a lot. Like I mean, I still have fun and stuff. But when the COVID hit, I was just like, damn! I started being on some self reflection. It's funny yeah. because 
margaritas is what I do <laughs> more. But this is maybe this is maybe a month or two. What of like the amount? As far as drinking wise. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We haven't really been. We smoke more, but more you smoke more than okay. Yes. But we used to do a celebration maybe every other weekend at Border Grill when they were open. Where's that at? Border right down the hill on Fourth uh, Street. Okay, okay. So you know, it just kind of got into a a celebration thing from being excited about the podcast thing. Oh yeah, you can celebrate kind of right, and we're celebrating now. But we, I realize I, I smoke less. Oh, when you when you drink it, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, I think well, like when I when we were talking about blazing and stuff, because like when I was drinking, yeah, that's why like I drink more now than I smoke. That's the thing, like just like what you were saying. Since I was drinking more, I just stopped smoking. But you know, here and there, like you know, I blaze up, like you know. Yeah, it's it's like, every every once in a while. Yeah, and. For us, even music-wise, smoking was more compatible. Drink, uh, drinking, like making a beat <laughs> and stuff like that. No, you like I mean, you tapping on the wrong. You like that. that. I, it was just it was kind of too heavy, and it never just was a creative thing with me as far as drinking-wise. And I can say that's oh, why man. I haven't really been creative. But I feel even more as I get back into the beats, I probably yeah, I know I won't be drinking and and mm. trying to mess with the music. Yeah, I probably smoke and mess with the music, but. Like, even, like, right now, I realize it's also a little bit kind of, like, a um, allows me to, I guess, you know, just relax a little bit more when, more when talking and even, you know, on podcasts. Or not just podcasts, but just right now, even being excited that you're here. I'm excited that you're here. You oh, know? yo. You know, and I'm grateful that you're here. Yeah, so, I'm glad I'm yeah, here. Definitely you know, great. real talk. Yeah, real talk. so... And this is this is like you know it's it's all new, that's why it still feels like a little celebration phase, even oh, yeah, though you yeah. got the whole DNA of this place has changed at the same time and yeah. dealing with with um, the mask and oh, the yeah, people and really hey, not yeah. from the seeing what's going on to the presidential elections, and it's it's weird to look at it from an outside point of view. To where it's like, wow, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at an alcohol point of view because I've, I've, I've never been, like I said, just from, and this is speaking from even other people out there that that may drink for fun or you know have an alcohol problem. I come from a heavy alcohol background with family wise. Oh, oh okay, everybody, okay. In my, everybody in my family hey. drink. Almost, oh, okay, okay, except for my mom. My mom don't drink. Okay, but um. It was it's it's a you know to look at it from that, and then I've recently learned a lot about my family history, and then to come to, like some of the things that's that's taking place, it's like all right, I could almost see why people drink, to a certain degree. It's it's like yo okay I'm gonna tell you something like it's crazy that you're talking about that. There's a theory okay there's a movie, um, all right have you seen Casino Royale? Have you seen that? I don't know if I have. It's is the, it it's one movie? Of, it's the James Bond, like the first with the the new, you know, the dude who's doing it now, Daniel Craig. Yeah. It's the first one. It came out like 06. I probably, I don't think All I right. have. There's this actor. Um, he's like some, uh, Den, he's from Denmark, but 
I was, you know, I'm, I'm a film nerd, so I do a lot of research, like Toronto That's Film neat. Festival. So I was looking up the Toronto Film Festival, and there's a movie. This is the story. Basically, it's I think it's a foreign film, like a Danish or something, but the movie is based off uh, these friends that after a certain point in their life, they made a promise, like a, a weird pact, to basically keep a level of alcohol in their blood no matter what. And, and it's based off a theory. I forgot the guy's name. There's a theory mm -hmm. of, like, to keep a certain level, like, a level of alcohol in your blood. And then, like, things are better. And, I mean, that's the weird theory. Like, I, I can wow. look it up. But, like, it's like they basically, these friends made the pact. And I was just reading about it. And it's like, but then I, I heard from some good reviews. And it's like, it's not always what it's cracked, uh, you know. To I've be, heard. You know, even just from older people, like they, they used to be little remedies. That. They take a shot of, of something, yeah. or something like that, every yeah. once in a while. And they like to, to keep that balance of, like, you know, it's, the buzz to keep the buzz going. Well, this was even just more about the whiskey. Right. You know, it's just something about whiskey, keeping a little okay. bit. You know, and In but they just take a shot of some type of alcohol. And I remember that that used to being like a, a some type of myth, or I remember right. hearing that before. Uh, what, yeah. Of the keeping the uh, level of it, old or? people like people, old that, people that live a, a, a you know a little longer or something like oh, that. Oh, drinking they wine. Kinda, they drink like a lot of Italians. They talk about like drinking. They've wine. even been yeah. once as far as like I've heard the whiskey one. Like take a the shot whiskey? of whiskey or something like that, dude. Okay, yeah. um, wait, I gotta find this theory. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, y'all, I'm gonna quickly. Uh, yeah. Even when you look at like old Roman movies or like Greek era movies, like. You see a lot of drinking. It seems like they drink wine like it's water. But yeah. That was because of the lack of water, probably, as well. <laughs> it was probably safer yeah. <laughs> to drink wine. Okay, I'm about to, like, get this damn movie. It's called Another Round. That's the name of the movie. It's a Danish-Swedish. So, like, this is what it looks like. That's the cover. It's like a Danish, and then okay. it's based off. Um, wait, fuck, what was it? I've never been just a big fan of alcohol, but just not being able to get up and go. And I'm not just even like how I've been drinking lately. It hasn't been about getting drunk. It's just keeping. It's just having a margarita. I know a lot of it is probably the taste because before that it was just basically alcohol and tea. Oh, it's not like I'm not drinking anything else, not beer or anything else. Like, just you know, margaritas. It's just That's been what margarita. The, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like a, a type of worry, but that's. Even just. My thought process has been a little cooler. I can't say that it's been a little bit more chill. I've been excited, but, you know, it's something that I'm I've I've respected. To a certain level, but when, yeah, I wish the pandemic would be over. Damn, like, <laughs> I'm I'm mad that like I can't find the name of the theory or whatever. But anyways, it's still damn. Have you seen American Gods? Sorry, that was Yo, random. While we're still on, no, I I I haven't seen American Gods, but I Man. saw like a scene from that actor. What's his name? Uh, uh, Mr. Anansi. I don't know what. Orlando his Jones. Yeah, yeah, Orlando. Jones. I saw the scene, the big scene that they were talking about Anansi. on IG. <laughs> Is it the That's one in the deep. slave ship? Or yeah, yeah he talks about there's, everything. Like, he, trust me, there's other speech. clips of him. Like, you can just look up 
all the clips of him in that show, which he's fired now. But like, wait, from what I wait, heard, why? Why is he fired? He was actually the the main writer, at least on the first season. Well, There's wait, a YouTube. Oh, they try mean, to shut him down. Is that, a too is a YouTube the video of that, him actually talking? Yeah. yeah. Of oh. him saying a lady interviewing him and him saying, you know, they Some didn't. Oh no, they didn't want no more Mr. Nancy. <laughs> you know, they didn't want nobody. You know, the empowering real shit. And it's empowering an incredible black people. Show. Yeah, because like, he was he was wide open. You know, yeah. he was amazing, yeah. man. That one scene that I saw, like it was going around, it was buzzing like viral. And yeah. Then, I just yeah, I was just That's like, not man. even my favorite clip of that, him. There's one oh, where he he's talking more. to like two <laughs> other gods. gods. Yeah. And that was like really deep. But what was whole, what was the other god? Like what like Thoth and um Yeah. Uh, Thoth and Beatrice. uh Bilquis, Bilquis, which is yeah, supposed Bilquis. to be the Queen of Sheba. Oh and dang, these really are all like, gods. Like yeah. Like, like one that. yeah. They got Anubis, they got Odin. Anubis, the, 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 um they have uh Krishna. So they bring the, the god gods of, of different culture like Greek, like there's the new gods, gods which is form, media though. in human basically, form. Basically okay. just like media yeah. tech. Right, okay. <laughs> uh there's new gods, old gods, and it's like yeah. it's a it's a very interesting um it's very deep. It's a very deep Damn, show. I'm actually very start. Deep. All right, I'm gonna yeah. start watching. What's weird how it got me is I saw the previews on YouTube and then a while ago. Okay, like advertising. Actually, no, it was just advertising. The American Gods thing. I oh, didn't really banner. see anything. It was the banner, and then you're like that. I was seeing often, but I, it this was way before it came out. So by the time we we jumped onto it, season two had already ended. It was just out there, but that was something that made me think about it because I kept seeing. Um, I kept seeing uh, Mad Sweeney on stuff. Oh, really? For some reason. Wait, who's Mad Sweeney? He's a leprechaun. He's the leprechaun. Wait. Yeah. Mm. So, He's funny. <laughs> Wait, is it yeah. a character or like a person? Well, <laughs> yeah. Mad Sweeney is his name, but he is the leprechaun. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he ding, could bring money out of Oh, know, they brought else. that like the actual leprechaun into yeah. the. Oh yeah. shit, it, it that's gets interesting. Really deep. I like it's that. It's super like deep, media man. is like media, like all that you know. And there's yeah. tech, and these are the new gods. So basically, anything, but what's their name? Like, like the they tech worship. One. That's what tech. Oh, tech. literally, new media. Yes, new media. They're like, like new, hey, new media. Yeah. Yeah. It was and going on tech. It breaks down the idea of worship, and they were basically created by worship, and they get weaker, ah, and, okay. and the whole idea of like starmen and, and like it's a whole. It's it's pretty deep. I think the best like TV shows or films are character driven. The better, like the more unique character in their background, you get like something to that African mythology. Yeah, like you mentioned, Queen of Sheba and just, yeah, but I'm oh, yeah, they were, that's what they were saying that the American Gods, the show. I remember reading the background. They were saying it's based on, on Af- African mythology. That yeah. that is, I, I wish I I try to look up like when I'm bored on Wikipedia, just different things that Ethiopian culture has been involved in, and I found out they're like in Greek mythology. There's like an actual <laughs> Ethiopian like character Man. named Numan N U wait N E U M O N. Yeah. But it's like an M in front of it, M N. So that that's like I look, I try to look up stuff, and I'm like, "Yo, we're in Greek mythology." You gotta and start looking up like ancient. We get ancient into a lot of ancient <laughs> stuff and archaeology and stuff. Yo. Yeah, we're everywhere. Yeah. Yo, have you me. seen Action Bronson's show with the, the ancient? You, have you heard of the rapper Action Bronson? 
He's like I a have, big dude. I don't, I don't heard the name. Okay. But the funniest thing, he like has a show where they literally smoke weed and they're on a green screen and they watch uh you know those alien shows on History Channel? Mm-hmm. Those interesting, like, yeah. and they literally get faded with Alchemist. You know, like the producer. I don't know if you're the Alchemist. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, music producer. Yeah, they get yeah. faded, and then different rappers come and they just commentate. They literally get faded on the green screen. And I'm <laughs> like, it's the funniest show. And they he's they have that interest of like episodes of what was it Babylonia and all that and Mesopotamia. Anunnaki's, the Sumerians, the Sumerians, ancient Lumeria, yeah, yeah. The, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to switch it up, I guess, yeah. kind of swing back towards the music in a way. I'm having a vision of trying to do some stuff studio-wise, and I'm going to ask from more of a... Okay. Excuse me, from you from more of an artist's point of view. Yeah. For something like this, I guess to actually a good sex segment of this is to go ahead and ask you... When we basically, or when you, we first invited you and, or just when she reached out to you and everything, what did you have in mind versus now that you're here and you're looking at it, what do you think? What do you think about the setup? It's like, like when, cause I saw the videos, like the other, you know, on the American Gypsy, like IG. Yeah. And I thought like the way the setup, I thought it was like, like some factory, like it was like a big, you know, like a, the way y'all set it up. It's like I didn't know it was like in 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 house. Like I yeah. thought it was like you went to like actual like downtown. You know the warehouses and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Like North Hollywood or somewhere like in downtown. And like when I got in, I was like, "Yo, this is like dope." I was thinking it's the creative factory. Like you want that energy of like, like damn, it's like damn. I wish my shit was set up like that. <laughs> and you know, I want like inspired now. But yeah, yeah, that's really dope. So I'm looking at trying to do some type of I, I guess I call it I want to call it keep what you kill so even with just like something like that and the the the, the idea of it, a vision vision of it was to basically present some tracks and to allow the artist to in a way I don't know if you would have maybe present the same tracks maybe five tracks to three different artists and you know, they maybe write to it, not freestyle, but more write to it. Maybe tell okay. a story. Oh, now, I don't okay, want it, okay. I don't want it to be close to any of the traditional showcases music wise. I would like to do the story part, honestly. So like you would create like a piece, right? Like you have like instrumentals or something. Oh yeah, or, like, yeah. Instru- beats already. That you yeah. created and then it might even have a hook on it already. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then you just have the artist like write a story, you said. Right. Okay, okay, I got you. As the verse. Verse is a freestyle. Yeah. More working the pen, tell a story. Like make, make it, it who, sense. Like yeah, yeah. yeah I tell the best story. Ah, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. Get the track for they, you know, they album or something. Or win win studio time or something. I'm trying to do something because basically we have the studio, you know, we have the tracks, we have all of that. Yo, I'm like I'm the down. mixing and mastering is what we don't have. So the okay. artists would have to have get their yeah. own mixing and mastering. Oh, okay, okay. And you know that's about it. You know, negotiate BMI or I'm with oh, yeah, BMI. BMI. Or yeah, yeah. Negotiate, you know, ASCAP or BMI, and that's basically that's it. Oh, that's you know, a good idea. Like so. I like like that idea of it's like a simple like template. It's not something like make a story about you know. This and tacos and it's like you do you give the artist like the independence like the freedom 
but it's yeah. just organized. Like, yo, hey, write a story. It could be any kind and of story. And eventually yeah. make it a project, of course. And make It'll it be, like like uh, a compilation. It, like this was a soundtrack, American Gypsy soundtrack. So, okay, okay. And that's kind of where I ended up with the industry changing and stuff. I definitely would like to get placements. Would all like to get the oh, stuff, yeah, but yeah. don't want to hop into the hoops. So, of course, we're the kind of mindset. We just do it ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. The music I do now is actually swinging to be more of her soundtrack for this American for Gypsy. Yeah, yeah, podcast. Even just for the YouTube. You the know? vlogs. Yeah. So we don't have a problem with music. Yeah, know? yeah. We yeah. never have a problem with music. Yeah. You know, and so it's more of using the music. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So I started producing on that a long time ago. Now I produce on yeah. the machine. That's the machine, man. Yeah, yeah, I started on the Yamaha Motif. Shout out to Yamaha. Yamaha. Motif. This is an amazing, you know, birth of an instrument. Um, now I mess with the machine. But, yeah, music will never be a problem. It's just kind of organizing thing. Right now, like I said, we press, like the, press the reset button yeah. getting here. Yeah. We're just trying to build that type of foundation. And you said, like, a soundtrack, like, talking about a story, it's always going to have a theme. Like right. if whatever the brand is, well, we're always going to use the music. Yeah, the you music know, is like just that. it will you, be able to you use want it. like the vocals to. It's like it has a theme now. Like when you add vocals, they now could envision what you were saying. Whatever the artist is saying, it's got to match it. Something like that. Something yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. whoever just period, if they just give you the beat and there's no hook right. on it, just start. just tell a story. You yeah. know, tell just to make it. You know, and it's more of. We would like it to where, you, you know, you can keep, you can say you keep what you kill, but if the artist like yeah. all three of the, the stories on there and he uh, want to, he's, you know, if you want to, hey, all right, y'all want to complete this as a song and we just put it out. That's that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, that's just like, who losing? Who, who coming out the pocket? Nobody. You can still say true. it's the artist song. He got two features on there. Two features, Produced yeah. by me. You get the, yeah. You know, paper, do the splits and just. Splits, yeah. And, and it roll. Yeah. So that's, it's just, a, you know, something that we're tippy-toeing into, but still trying to get a nice, even just like I said, to get a vision yeah. of, as an artist, what would work for you even in a situation like that. Because, yeah, of I'm course, a lot of I'm other things it. have strings, a lot of other type of, this is a showcase, and you got to pay this a much amount, and you got to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, I, remember, I remember Dylan, yo, those, yeah. those showcases, I remember we pulled up to, I'm like, yeah, I just those showcases. Right. So what example? What's yeah. what's like a, a no go from for you on a showcase type of thing that just like, is like that you didn't like? I just really it's like when I think me and the homies went to one it was like in the valley and just you know when you're young you have like that expect you're hyped and you're like, Yeah, and then when you go to it it's not what it really is. You know what I mean? When they're trying to yeah. be like Oh, yeah. throw in this money and and like, oh, this is how it's gonna go. And it's like, oh, we thought Dev Jam people are gonna show up, and they're like, oh, no, not not really. It's the know, yeah. the assistant's cousin of the guy who works at. You know, it's not yeah. what it really is. And then once I had those experiences, I was just like, I don't like want to be involved. Or I've seen unless it's people I personally know. If it's some like you know that I know it's real, then yeah. But there's some that it's just a money grab scheme like where you know they they yeah they trying so to like play charging you like i've i've known people that like sent me stuff and it's like oh this looks like it's 
pretty much you throwing money. It's like a sweepstakes. It's like mm, a sweepstakes. Yeah. You know how sweepstakes is. Growing yeah, up, yeah. we saw just commercials. Money and yeah, and then it's like, oh, they give you the promise of like one person is going to get an opportunity to, you know, perform at the Def Jam, blah, blah. or Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I, I'm like what you guys are doing. It's like, I'll create my own opportunities. Like, I'd rather, like, when it comes to performing, like, I'd rather, like, I haven't performed in a while. Like, I just haven't because I've just been working on the actual, um, you know, social media and, like, actually getting the music out there, visuals, photos. But um, as, as when it comes to performing, like, I'd rather, it would be better if it's, like, some, you know, shit straight from, like, you know, the bottom, like creating, you know, renting a venue. I'd rather do something like that, you know, than... How you feel about, yeah. like, songwriting sessions and stuff like that? What's your opinion on those? Songwriting? That's, that's dope. In fact, it's like everyone's feeding off each other's energy. It's kind of like... Uh, Would you say there's a, there should be a number limit to it? or With just, a writing session? Yeah. How, what, what type of sessions are uh, you used to? Are you used to, like, artists that write their every all, right, all four of us in here we write, write our own stuff oh yeah 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 versus yeah. you got one, one artist and we helping this one oh artist no 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 I've, no i've luckily i've like i haven't been in that <laughs> situation like i we it was like the homies like they know who they are like where there's red eyes lit shout out to red light is lit um red eyes lit uh mikey amare haibano like the homies that i've worked with um, I you know Randizzle, all of them, One uh, K, Abel, Mary. I'm I'm naming a bunch of people that I work with, but so. the thing is, um, I've been in rooms where all of us was writing. Like I'm walking, pacing with my phone. The other homie like will prefer like pen and paper. The other homie's on his phone. The other is like, yo, I gotta just take a shot and then um, and then write. And then we would all write, playing the beat on a speaker, and then yeah. and then you do have the collaborative. Like, if we're trying to get a dope hook, maybe, like, it's like a team, you know, it's a sport, like, mm -hmm. where you have yeah. one person that's good at this part. So, if one of the homies has an idea for the hook, he'd be like, yo, I got an idea. And then he says it. And then most of the time, my experience has been dope. Because, you know, I've had advice where friends were like, yo, that first hook you thought of in your head, deep down, like, go with it. Like, that first initial feeling of like what you were talking about soul like that first initial instinct when i hear a beat whether it's yeah. a turn up party song or you know a song about romance whatever like we go with the first idea i don't like to change it because what happens you ruin the the authentic feeling like when i heard the beat this is what the fuck i heard in my head so yeah but I, we haven't written it's never been a situation like one person and we're all you know everyone does their own thing and then we'll collab we'll help you know, it's like, yo, dog, what what rhymes with this? And then, you know, if if you're asking help, we're going to help each other. So, yeah. 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 So working with, like, a producer, what would be – the game has changed even just from the book here. Oh, wait. Shout out to After the High. That's another artist. I was just, I was just, just remembering the people that I oh, work yeah. with. For sure. Shout out, yeah. So with, with – um, if you could work with a producer for a whole album. Okay. What kind of album do you think you would have? Damn, that's hard, man. You know what? It's, you know, damn, that's hard because I do want, I don't want it to sound like super all the same. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. the beats. But it has to be artists kind of like well-rounded. It can't. It, it has to be a producer that will play some random Turkish music or play some Toronto rap or, you know, it has Do to you be know, someone. Can you that, name a producer that might be like that in the game right now that could probably produce a whole album for you that you would? Me? Like if I could choose, well. One producer that one? can produce that for you. Oh, that's like famous? Yeah. It could be, oh, I think the closest low-key that could do that. Damn, man, one producer. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just, I guess you can name multiple. If you no, 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 no. I like I the challenge. One producer. The one. Yeah, okay. I would say, of, you know what? Because okay, I'm looking I, back I to already even like it. when like Timberland would produce your whole album. Yeah, okay, I, I got Dr. it. Dr. Dre produced your whole album. It, it'll be like, yeah. like it, this one guy is like, he's a legend because he's been doing it from uh, 95 or 94 till now, and that's Pharrell. Like, this guy's been doing songs like the Rump Shaker from that era yeah. all the way till he's producing for young cats now, like working with Tyler, the creator. So to be honest, it would be Pharrell because he, like, if I tell Pharrell, yo, dude, I want some Noriega 95, you know, the what, what, I want that vibe. He'll do something like from the 90s. You know what? I want something from the early 2000s. Then he'll bring some, oh, I want something now. I want some trap shit. He'll do that. So he, he could do it all. So like he could give you some new jack, swing, whatever, whatever you want. You know? Yeah, so, yeah for real, it's definitely a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah like he has some versatility. I think he's gonna produce in like a retirement home. He's oh, he's good. not gonna that's stop. Easy. He's not that's, gonna yeah, stop. He's yeah, never gonna stop. And that's dope. Easy. When you like, got your own style and your original flow, yeah, yeah. He's actually behind a lot of people. Most people oh, don't know that. Britney like, Spears. A lot of yo, the we pop stars about, is behind. Yeah. Yo, are y'all listening into my comments? Because I had a conversation about that <laughs> with a friend. And I was like, Britney Spears. A lot of people don't know that. What is that? Uh, Slave for You song. Like, he, the Neptunes produced that. Yeah. Like, the, they've worked. I'm like, what the fuck? They, they, I think there was an IG thing where they said during the year, was it 03 or 02? They produced over 40% of like radio hits wow what, over 40 percent that's a high number this is like 30 or 40 still man it's a it's crazy it's a system oh yeah yeah yo i heard i heard about the swedish writers have you guys heard about like these group of swedish people that wrote like literally every pop song it's like these little secret no every time i read about stuff in the industry it's like you you find out that it's actually uh it's more of a business. It's a machine. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. Even definitely. your biggest producer is like, you know, they have a lot of other producers underneath them. And then it's kind of like, it's a, oh, it's, it's, it's like I, a I company, don't say, right? Like, well, I don't want to name the, the <laughs> that. I don't want to say the dude, but are you talking about like dudes that it's not really them producing? It's like a team. Yeah, it's oh, like you man. getting samples from here and you got like yeah, this got person it. doing this and you have multiple basically employees other producer that you think is dope and you kind of uh, like dj Khaled. Know, i'm just gonna say i'm <laughs> saying it's like you know he's dope he's still creative no yeah. he's dope like i'm yeah. not saying he's like it's kind of like you were talking about the orchestra i guess like the modern like he's like the conductor or something like meaning he, he's yeah like, he pulled he did he does that together. yeah yeah, yeah. He exactly the, yeah. what was it called yeah. the hit factor like where in the nineties, factory. Yeah, yeah, he had the team that created the all about the Benjamins, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, even some of the some of the styles even make sense because, 
you know, you got the musician that can't just be as creative, and you got the person that's just not a musician, and they got this. It's a this team vibe yeah. in their head, and they like, yo, do this, do, do this, this, right yeah. here. Some, you know, take and, that, take that, yeah. <laughs> 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 or just play this, make it dun 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 dun, wait, wait, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun you know, and they they just can't play it, and then they have to get the the, the musician to play it, and that's basically. I, I, you know what? I, what I've do. done that. Like with the homie Randizzle, who's yeah. like executive who producer. Makes, like yeah. I'll be like, he'll like I've played. You know, a simple for like, dun, 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 and I I did four like keys, yeah. and then he actually like threw in some like Jersey Club influence, like the beat, and then it was simple. Yeah. It was like I, you know, it's collab. So you would be the executive producer on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meaning I'm not like I mentioned. I'm not the musical. I don't know. Like I've messed around and learned a little drum and then bass, but yeah. I don't know how to do A minor, or whatever. But a when major. you get like Diddy, right? Then he like he know he can't do that. So he get he has but to get the other. He people. know that he can get a bass player, a guitar a violin, player, a drummer. Yeah. He can get all of them together. Yeah, and he yeah. can tell them what to do from what he got in his head. Yeah, like what? what and um, they'll, they'll put that. They'll paint that. Quincy Jones. I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like with Quincy. Yeah. yeah. And that's basically, you know, yeah, that's executive producer. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I, w- I wish, like, when I was a kid that my mom, like, I don't want, like, force me to play piano. I kind of, like, when I was a kid, I wish, like, you know, but then some people don't want that. Like, I know people that are, yeah. like, trained and they're like, nah. I, I kind of got care. forced to play the cello growing up. But, do you, okay, are you glad? Is it one of those, yeah, I'm, I'm happy? Okay, okay, good. I stopped playing for seven years and then came right. back to it. Okay, you know, and I okay. could still say, you know. You're glad. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful, you know, to my mom. It was a genius. Um, what what was like move. is your family like um, in music? Like what no, made it was your just mom something she pulled out? Just like you gotta it's do a something. Creative family though, because is, is your friend yeah. like okay. his mom is acting. She started acting oh, at dope. sixty in and then 60s, yeah. um oh, okay, he okay. has a brother, a brother that's, that's three years older than me. He plays cello and raps and stuff like that. And then um, he has a niece that's getting uh, into some producing. Does gymnastics and dancing and so 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 it's It's in the genetics. It's in the genetics, like to craft to make something from nothing. You know what I mean? I wish, like the Ethiopian culture or the Eritrean culture, it's like one thing I like. I wish. There was more creativity in the Are family. They value oh, creativity they, or art. Yeah, like I that? wish. Cause growing up, Man. y'all like. But listening yeah, to the yeah. music, boy, it's like. Oh, you you the like rhythm? The Ethiopian just as jazz. A musician, yeah. Just as a musician, period. You know, to hear the difference in the rhythm and wonder. You know, because we're used to hearing a certain certain, certain rhythm. T- oh, this know? is different. Yeah, but. You know the, the doom. Oh yeah, the doom. The doom. The doom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. a to to be able to know what you're listening for as a uh, musician when you're playing. Oh damn! You know so, and that's you know no different from a a, a weird jazz song or a weird classical. Song. But it all it it, it does it. like. That's the amazing it's thing. It's respect, like, man. It, and it also yeah. comes from, like, the motherland. Like, all the form of music. like The rhythm. Yeah, the rhythm. Like, just being in a circle and then someone, like, in Morocco playing some drums. Like, yeah, that's... It's a powerful I image. love the Masinko. The Masinko? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's my... F- I would love to play that. I think next time I go uh, to the I'm grabbing me one. <laughs> oh, that's... It's small enough. It has, like... Yeah, that's... Um, the thing is... There's a you you guys heard of Madlib that producer, 
Like mm. he did a video, a Vice uh, special where he was sitting down with the old Ethiopian artist. I forgot the guy's name, and they just had a big conversation about like, yo, I sampled your music, but it was out of love. Like, and then they both got to talk about. He talked about his past in Ethiopia during like the the you know the Dudaga I think like mm -hmm. during those bad moments, and then they just kind of connected. And it's crazy, a dude from California. Just like had the same, you know, he vibed with this older guy from Ethiopia. And it's like, damn, music really break down. Dudes. I know, um, Kenan oh, yeah. does. Kenan, oh yeah, yeah. Kenan, Somali. Yeah. I, yo, he's one of my like favorite like, he did a really artists. Good job man. sampling some man, of that. Amazing oh, yeah. lyrics, man. They did it on the Distant Relatives. Have y'all heard that? The Nas and Damien Marley yeah. album? Yeah, they sampled okay. uh, Mulatu. The uh, Astra. Oh, yo, you got it. If you haven't heard that, they sampled no. Mulatu. Uh, the same, I think Kanon okay. sampled it before. But Nas and Damian Marley killed it. Like, they had some samples in there. Okay. I gotta listen to that. Yeah, what I was the first, what was, like, the first, when you heard the, the jazz, like, the Ethiopian jazz, or that music, what was your first, like, thought, like, your initial? The Oh yeah, that's the in the circle. You gotta dance like this. He be liking so, the country. It's stuff. in so many songs. The that, rhythm that, that you're rhythm. hearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What count is it though? Is it like a one? Two, I don't Man, know. It's, it's hard. To that's say. A, that's a whole nother musicology. <laughs> He tries to teach me that stuff all the time, and I'm yeah. like, I can't get it's, it. That's more yeah. music theory, and I'm kind music of theory, far yeah, away yeah. from it right now, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be able to break it down. And plus, with it being but yeah. where okay, where have you like is have you heard that like in an American like that like for example the the Tigrin yeah like the it could have been in four fourth but no it just it it's heard, weird uh, though it could be in one it could be in two 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 oh God. it could be in four fourth because it's just but it's just the it's a steady. I feel like yeah, you're so doing Tigrinya more. Yeah, than yeah, that is. That's uh, like the Tigrinya, the Eritrean. Yeah. The but yeah, that, but that's yeah. just the beat that comes but into the, my head. That's what. <laughs> wait, have you ever did the dance in the circle? Yeah, the you, it's usually it's, it's uh, in the circle, the like when guy. You, <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, oh, okay, camera guy. Yeah. So you've been to? Have you been to Habesha functions like weddings? Oh, oh yeah, weddings oh, yeah. and oh, all of that stuff. We've been together for ten years. So yeah, you definitely like the black. It's all black. I feel like if they bring vodka, they get. They look at the person like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> it's always black label and Hennessy. It's like black label, black label, Hennessy, yeah. Hennessy, black. Yeah. Yo, I, I got it. And Thatch. Oh, Thatch. Yo. <laughs> is it sweet for you, though? Is it too yeah, sweet? sweet? Yeah. It's like some, sweet. I'm not in, like, I'll, I'll drink it, but I'm not, I'm, I'll get like, I'll prefer the bitter, like the wine. You know, I've seen sweet. some modern versions. Modern. Like they make it into more wine. So a it's like bittery, subtle, yeah. Like it's not too sweet, but oh, okay. There's okay. some good rendition in DMV area. Oh, the DMV, yeah. yeah. That's like, wait, what's the best? Uh, this is probably a hard question, but what is the best? Like in Jedi, you could get like food in the DMV. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Can you? Is that that's probably we hard moved to answer. around so much that I mix up the oh, the spots. Uh, like Atlanta, which has oh. the best uh, food, by the way, like. Best Damn, food, really? hands down, like I all around. I thought all it would around. be DMV. Like best Abisha food, best oh. American oh, yeah. food. Like Atlanta is food a tastes food great. Because yeah. we moved to DMV after that, and food tastes terrible there. Oh, it's so like, but Atlanta, I've heard customer great. customer service. 
you know, the customer yeah. service that but, they put yeah. on the food. But I ain't going to lie. Like, with Caribbean, when I lived in Brooklyn, you don't want cut. If it's good customer service, the food is bad. Like, I noticed with Jamaicans <laughs> and stuff in the Caribbean, yeah. wow. like, if the if this bad customer service, the food is going to be dope. Like, it's going to be bomb. Because, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like those <laughs> hole-in-the-wall, like, yeah. like, when I was in Bed-Stuy, I yeah. went to, like, this. Literally, it had no seats. It's kind of like... It looked like a slid, like a, a little window, and then you put the money, like, <laughs> under. And then, yeah, it was like a little spot on patching. Shout out to patching that street. But, uh, like, that food, I used to get oxtail every other week. Like, I was addicted to, like, the Jamaican food, the rice. Like, yeah, if, if they treat you good, though, it's not going to be. It's going to be, like, Americanized, you know, like, washed down uh, Jamaican food, you know what I mean, or Korean yeah. food. but. Yeah. But, but yeah, man. How are we looking at time? We're at yeah, about we 15, 15 minutes. minutes left. We definitely, yep. definitely, 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 definitely got to have um, another session sometime soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sir. This is uh, just the beginning of, you know, American Gypsy Podcast Network. Um we're supposed to uh, be a little bit more prepared on the time wise to where we can go unlimited because nah, man, I, I definitely do have like a, a hundred more questions that I can sure that I could pop up. But um, since we're running low on time, we're going to go ahead and make sure yeah. everybody get their closing um, tags out. Go ahead and tell them where they can find you up. All right. Um, on IG uh, at Como Neb, C-O-M-O underscore Neb, N-E-B as in boy. Uh, Twitter is Nebdo, um, YouTube Nebdo, Spotify, all of them Nebdo, and yeah. And then tell them about much. your your current projects oh, that uh, are out there. Oh yeah, yeah. My latest project is they listen to Fame Not Music, and again, it's out on all digital platforms. You can get that. You can look me up Nebdo, and um, I dropped a music video uh, for my single Alo Elo. And y'all can see that on YouTube and uh, uh, more music to come. Yeah. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe on the YouTubes. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. subscribe. It's hard to get some like subscribers, seriously. Cause, yeah, uh, and after we get help. a certain amount, then that's good. You know, yeah. you ain't got to worry about it. It ain't nothing on you. We get paid and you can just go on about your life. Just let it help us get to a thousand. It's free. <laughs> As always, you can find us on IG at American Gypsy, Gypsy spelled G-Y-P-C, uh, merch at Luam Lee on IG, and then luamlee.com, L-U-A-M-L-E-E.com. You can find Consistent Self-Improvement uh, merch as well as Classic Carpenter Collection. Um, and for website, podcast, um uh, graphics photography service you can find us at classic.com k-l-a-c-c-i-k.com um if you have any questions about any of this you can email us info at american gypsy.com yeah thank you guys for listening to american gypsy podcast network we are filming out of downtown la i am classic carpenter and Consistent self-improvement, one day at a time. Share some love, peace, and happiness. Don't be afraid to pull your mask down and smile at a couple of kids sometime. Um, we're in some new times that we're living in. We know we got these uh, holidays and elections coming up. Um, 
let's look forward to 2021 versus the holidays and the elections. Look forward to 2021 versus the holidays and the elections. So consistent self-improvement every day in every way. Love you guys. Support, donate, and we are out. Peace. Peace. One beat a day, one beat away from the lifestyles that I'm gonna live. One beat away, one beat away, a heartbeat away might be the day.